have all the time in the world. We have all. <laughs> He's dropping a cigar time <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah! To, I was gonna, I was gonna try and open this episode of Phoebe with our theme song, like because we never have really, we've never heard it live. Yeah, yeah. And because I have the computer set up here and everything like that, but my iTunes library is taking way too long. So, so I did my you did <laughs> instead. Instead, we opened up with Scott's <laughs> world debut impression of Louis Armstrong. Uh, hey Hey, Louis, like a muppet. (laughs) Hey Matt, hey, what's what's going on, Louis Armstrong? How are you? How's how's death? Is we we don't have all the time. (laughs) Is you wondering? That was the last song you ever recorded. How do you feel about that? Was that the last song you ever recorded? Wow. Untruer words are never spoken. <laughs> uh, Phoebe. Here we are, guys. Phoebe uh, 27. Phoebe 27, is it? Yeah, right? I don't know. I don't know or either. 28. 28? 28, 27, 26. It's Someone tell us. definitely not 26. It's uh, 27. It's 27. We're sure about that, I think, right? Uh, I can tell you exactly how many we've done. 24. 27. This is 27. We've done 26 of them. Fuck uh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Here we are, guys. Right out of the gate. Some excitement brewing in Phoebe World. We're just sitting down because we're really hungry and we're going to eat after this. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't figured out where we're going yet. But uh, I was saying to Scott, hey, Scott, I just did a two-hour podcast about James Bond. You and, did. Uh, That's why I was singing. <laughs> you're singing We Have All the Time in the World. Yeah. Uh, I liter- literally just finished the that podcast and now we're you did you this. walked out you had full you seem to have full pod exhaustion yeah full pod exhaustion but you know what i feel like i'm gonna get it back we gotta get the feebles this feels fucking good the feebles I, active. I, have, I have all the energy that Ugh. either of us need you have all the uh, energy <laughs> in the world <laughs> for you scott People have been asking us what's uh, what's taking you so long with a new Phoebe, and I say to them, "Go to hell." Uh, here we are. We're doing. It. We're back. We're back right now. I don't know what happened. Uh, here's something I'd like to ask the audience because uh, I, I was talking to Scott about this. Well, no, I mean they'll get they'll get back to us with their opinion later. Okay. Uh, my question was: Would the audience be at all interested? And Scott and I doing an episode maybe next week or so. Oh, this yes, (laughs) which will just be. When did we have? So we were talking about something. We were talking. We were just you know we talk in life. (laughs) We're we're friends off off of the microphone. Uh, But uh, Scott, I was telling Scott we were talking about. I think we were talking about eighties action movies and the like, and uh, sequels and. Oh, we're talking about John Landis and 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 John Landis's recent. Uh, sort of open letter to the film community saying studios. studios aren't taking chances anymore. No, everyone's doing the same stuff. Blah, 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 blah. And Scott's like, well, Landis, I don't know when the last time you took a chance yourself. Maybe instead of writing something, maybe you take a chance, go make a movie. And then I, we were talking about the last Landis's, Landis movies. We went through the Landis oof. The Landis uh, of, of the... And uh, what I said to Scott was Beverly Hills Cop 3. <laughs> 
Well, I think I brought it up where I was like, well, you know, I mean, we were going backwards, I think. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, better lose cop three. And I made a face. <laughs> you made a face. To which... And he made the opposite yeah. face. <laughs> a face of pure joy. Uh, where I, that's a movie that I is, is uh, I just enjoyed it a lot as a kid. Uh, you know. So it's more like you like it just through pure exhaustion of watching it. Yeah, I watched it a lot. It was on the movie channels all the time when I was of uh, So do you are you actually fond of the movie or are you just like I think I'm fond of the movie. Like I will it was on Netflix streaming not that long ago and I watched it again. And I watched did, the whole thing. And how did you feel? I felt good about it. I really enjoyed some of it. And was it because you it's nostalgic like it makes you feel good? Yeah, I think that's certainly part of it. So, and what I said to Scott was, you know what we should do is we should record an audio commentary track for Beverly Hills Cop 3. Uh, so my question to the audience is, how would you feel about our episode maybe next week uh, being a Beverly Hills, a Cop, Beverly 3. Hills Cop 3 audio commentary <laughs> track with Scott and I? Which I have not actually, I'll admit, like I haven't watched it all the way through. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the movie from beginning to end. Uh, and I have seen it beginning to end many, many times. Uh, Ellis DeWalt comes to mind. You kids will know what that is when we start watching the movie together. I remember there was a roller coaster. There's, there's a lot of stuff in it because they're in a theme park. The whole thing set in a theme park? Yeah. Wow. That's just... that Right right off the bat, that's like... What? Well, right, off that, bat, that gra- right off the bat, that says to Matt... That's something you're going to enjoy. It's in a theme park. <laughs> yeah, but a theme park is someplace you want to go. Yeah, you know, but don't you want to see movies physically... about places you want to go? That's what makes James Bond movies interesting, you know? You get a lot of nice uh, nice ambiance, the back, backgrounds and things like that. Yeah, but the, like a, to me, it's like the the visual attraction of a theme. Like, the you, if, if James Bond goes to Venice and he's in the canals and he's got some lady friend that he's you know, may or may not be trying to kill him or whatever the fuck's going on. Like he, it's like you're there cause you're like, Oh, this is visually stunning or whatever. Like I yeah. don't think theme parks are visually stunning. They're more just like you go to fucking go on the ride and stuff. I mean, well, the rides are cool and stuff. Yeah. The rides it's are just great. feels, I don't know. Remember when he's on the, it when he's going to save those kids from the, from the spider spider ride. What movie? In, in Beverly Hills Cop 3. I don't remember that. Well, you remember George Lucas's cameo? Nope. It's in that scene. George Lucas makes a cameo. Wow. That's the kind of fun that I'm going to expose Scott to when we do it. If you guys are into it, we're going to do an audio commentary for uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3. And, uh, you know, we'll do the thing. We'll because you, you demanded it. Really, because I want it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're thinking about doing it. So uh, that's 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 that part of the – that bit of business is done. That bit right up front yep. is – done yeah we're gonna maybe do it if you guys are into it if i get a bunch of emails, how many people if i get 50 people to tweet at me or email us at four eyes and beard at gmail.com that say yeah you should do that then we're doing it all right but if 49 people email us and tell we're us that we're not it. doing it all right so it's really gonna be 50 people which is maybe most of our audience <laughs> the consistent <laughs> yeah i don't know how many listen. people actually listen to this podcast but it can't be much more than 50. Uh, I know we have three people in Minnesota. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and uh, who knows if they like... I'll be out there. Come. Minneapolis, come see... We're doing two shows out there. Chris Hardwick is uh, doing stand-up out there for two shows, and I'll be opening for him. So you get to see me at 7.30 when? and 10.30 on, uh, I believe Tell it's them when, December. Matt. 
It's a December 7th or 6th. Are you in... Uh, I think it's December 6th. Are you in, like, um, Minneapolis or something? Minneapolis. Paul? Yeah. Yeah. I like Minneapolis. I love Minneapolis. Minneapolis mm. is where I first experienced macaroni and cheese pizza, which yeah. is uh, just a disaster waiting to happen. But it's so good. I, uh, so, that's, so good. We shot Mallrats in Minnesota. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you not know that? Uh, it's okay if you don't. Did I not know that you shot it in Minnesota? Yes, I did know you shot it in Minnesota. I knew that because of it. I listened, to, I listened to the commentary track. <laughs> the mall rats, the mall, I think the mall rats commentary track was my favorite commentary track. Uh, the new, the, the one you guys did that had video also, was which that, was, I think, the, the first DVD release. Yeah. Yeah. Affleck's there. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Was that the second one? That was the sec- yeah, that was the second commentary track. Yeah. It wasn't the first time we did. I don't think. I don't, I think don't remember. I don't actually remember either, but here it is, guys. Uh so I said to Scott, I said, I'm gonna be really tired tonight. I don't know how much energy I'm gonna have. You're probably gonna have to carry the show, to which Scott said, I can't do anything like that. <laughs> Let's That's ask. Not even what I said. <laughs> it's pretty I, close. Yeah. Pretty accurate. Well no, I said I could, and then I immediately You immediately passed came the up buck. with an idea you to, came, to you, the audience. Yes. To say, Hey, audience, ask us questions. So I just tweeted out, Hey, you got any questions for uh Smosier and I? Please ask him right now. And uh, you guys have come through. We got a lot of questions from you guys. Uh, so this is kind of like a feedback, but uh, a live feedback. We've done this before when we've been desperate for material, and uh, we're doing it again. Right now, let's go to our first question. Here we go, folks. All right. Uh, I'm ready. Oh, this is a good one. This is a Mosier-centric one. Scott Sanders asks us, what's up next for, for Scott Mosier? What's up next for me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you got uh, an answer? What's next for me? Uh, Milius is coming out in January on Epics. And then um, there's like a few documentaries. Okay, there's a few documentaries that uh, are too early to talk about. Yep. And uh, I'm really at this point just taking meetings and stuff and um, trying to get other projects going. So there's nothing specific to talk about, mm-hmm. but you know, movies, yep. television. Yep. Yep. All those things. All those things all together. Those things, there's all, lots of things happening, but nothing that would be like, I. what I don't like doing is to say like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Yeah, because then that sort of makes it a thing that, like, it has to happen at that point. <laughs> or it's more that, like, people just start asking. And then, then people are like, what's happening with that? What's happening with that? And you're like, well, nothing was technically happening when I brought it up, except for that I sort of brought it up. So as I as things happen, I will bring them up. <laughs> Good. Good. That's my that's Scott, my Scott and I had a meeting together. It was great. We did. We met on. We Matt and I met about something. So there's all kinds of things. All happening. kinds of things happening, but nothing has landed as of yet. Uh, what is your interpretation? This comes from Matthew Wilson of the movie Flash Gordon. My interpretation? Yeah. Like because there's some deeper meaning. To I don't it? know. My interpretation is that it's a movie that comes on, and I watch it. I would. Wa- I, that was a movie that I like. You saw. You watched. Uh, what do you call it? Um, Battle Cop Three. Mm-hmm. Like I remember seeing Flash Gordon on TV a lot. Yeah. And I was like, 
watched it all the time. Who was I? We were just. I was just talking to somebody about particularly Flash Gordon being a movie they would watch again and again because it would just be on. It might have been Brendan Small that was talking about that. I just saw him today, yeah, and he had a Flash Gordon poster that almost knocked off the wall. Well, there you go. Yeah. So there done it is, done. everybody. That's why done and that's, done. That's why life's amazing. Uh, um, I would watch that every once in a while. How would I interpret it? I don't. I don't know. It's. I think it's an amazing. I think it's an amazing. I don't think it's a great movie, but what I do think it's amazing movie that sort of was made so specific for the time that it existed. Mm-hmm. Like it was not necessarily made to be um to for people to be like god when did they make that like it it smells so distinctly of when it was made yeah and it's and it more than like i mean there's not many movies that that sort of do that like it is you know kind of an it achieves being something very specific yeah i it's a if you haven't seen it i recommend watching it i mean it's something i think everybody like 30 and over has seen yeah, a lot. Uh, Brian Quinn asks, "Can I be on your show?" Yeah, no. sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're <laughs> saying no. I just sorry. Fu- I was just fucking with him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when you're out, why don't you fucking come, come out here? Uh, I believe he's coming, he out, coming out in here. December. Yeah, Maybe and we'll, we'll try can and do get that then. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going out to dinner. Yeah, we can do it before dinner. All right, we'll see what happens. We'll try and get it done. Uh, Not just. Matt just sort of said yes and then backed out. Well, no, I'm saying yes. I'm You're saying not yes. full. You, that was not a full commitment. Well, I'm just like the idea of dinner and a podcast. It's so taxing. <laughs> well, we're doing it right I now. I know. Uh, uh, Messianic Monkey Man asks, as a guitar aficionado, what is your favorite solo? And is it for technique or tone? Oh, that's a very good question, Messianic Monkey Man. Uh, my favorite guitar. Well, I'll tell you what. My favorite guitar part in any uh, in anything, tonally, and what got me to to want to start playing guitar, is from the Beatles' "Fix in a Hole." Uh huh. There's a there's a there's a single coil guitar going on. I think I've I've done a little bit of research on it. And I think that uh, George is playing the uh multicolored uh stratocaster so it's like a 66 or 65 strat uh that he had painted up all psychedelic it's the one he's playing in the magical mystery tour i am the walrus music video it's that stratocaster and the tone is very specific and it's something that as a kid and i had it on a walkman and i had it on a record player and i would listen to it over and over and over again uh and i just i can actually play it because i have uh my music here so if i were to search for fixing a hole i can point out exactly what i'm talking about so is george harrison your favorite guitarist or is that sort of those are two no so that's uh, another answer just why can't i just search fucking there we go fixing a hole everybody uh here it is actually we'll go this one played 12 times there's a you hear it right. It's coming up right here. But it's more, there's a little bass line that he does coming up right here. Which I just think, I just think it's so thick. There's something about this tone. And it's not even a guitar solo, but it really... And it... 
they did some There's the harpsichord on this song. Here it is. That was it. That tone, that that whole little fucking little that, tiny ditty thing, that made me want to play the guitar for... How old were you? Nine. Wow. Yeah. And then I got my first guitar, I got I got it when I was ten for Christmas. It was an acoustic Ibanez performance. And how, how soon did you try to mimic that? Uh, do you want to hear something crazy? Yes. I didn't actually sit down to learn that until six months ago. Wow! And did you? And was it always that? Was it always in your mind like, oh, that's my favorite, that's my favorite? But or did it just reappear yeah, it one day? So, where you're like, oh, like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, it's exactly what happened. I was watching some. I was watching maybe, might have been watching the anthology or something like that, and uh, I was just like, oh my god. Now that I never bothered to learn it after this thing drove me to play guitar, I never bothered to go. What did you move on to like right away? Because uh, it was an acoustic guitar. I played a lot of acoustic music. So I was playing gotcha. like James Taylor and stuff like that. Simon and Garfunkel, Dave Matthews, things like that. Yeah. Um, and that that's the answer to that. My other favorite, <laughs> my other fa- as far as acoustic music is concerned, uh, there was a part in a Dave Matthews Band's single. Uh, there was a part in What Would You Say? It's the little breakdown, the little bridge. Uh, that I that made me want to play acoustic guitar. That was my favorite acoustic guitar. A uh, little chunk of action, and I'll play that for you right now because I can. Uh, God, the iTunes search feature is fucking awful. It's a big suck hole. I hate the new iTunes. The new iTunes really does suck. Uh, here it is. It's from Under the Table Dreaming. <laughs> This was one of the first songs I learned how to play, but I'll show you the breakdown. I gotta find it. Such a weird song. Guys, this was the 90s. Uh, We were all enjoying flannel. And, uh, you know, there was a sect of us that were enjoying fish music. <laughs> well, it's even not, but I was like, I was, what year? Late this 90s? 90, no, this is 94. I was making clerks. Here it is, here it is. Here's the part that I fell in love with. I love that. I really love that. I mean, that's being doubled, and the left ear is Dave, and the right ear is Tim Reynolds, but, um, you know, it's, 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 I loved, I loved, loved, loved that. Anyway. I, I just read, to tie everything, to just keep the free-flowing uh, I love it. styles of our show, I just read Fargo, Rock City yeah. by Chuck Klossman. and Reread it or read it for the first time? I just read it for the first oh, time. Oh, wow. And so, and it's interesting because him and I are of similar Almost ages. Almost exactly the same age, I think. Um, so his musical sort of, I mean, he grew up in a, he grew up in a totally different place. Yeah. So, so that doesn't really ring true. But the actual, <clears throat> um, you know, the hair, the glam, mm-hmm. rock, like Shout of the Devil was like big record for me. Yeah. It was a cassette. 
like that cassette was like a big thing. But I just think so. I was I read the book and I really liked it and I recommend it, especially for anyone who grew up. You know, I was born in seventy one, graduated eighty nine, um, and you know I listened to all that stuff. I didn't listen to all that stuff. I was like, I was definitely like Motley Crue, Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Like as I was reading the book, I was actually I had my computer and I was going Scorpio, through my like, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. going through the stuff, and then I, he'd come on songs. And I'd be like, eh, I know, uh, and then I would like go check him out. But I was like, it made me think about my first, the first album I really bought, like the first. Oh, album I love this. Okay. I bought, yeah, like the one that was like not something that your parents had or whatever, mm-hmm. but something where I actively was like, this will be the first piece of music I bought, and it was, uh, it was Billy Joel. Glass Houses. Glass Houses is a great record. <laughs> that was my first. That was my first record. What's the What's the single off of uh, Glass Houses? I pulled it up on iTunes because I was like, um, "Well, it's still rock and roll to me." Was oh fucking a was a that song? I was a big one. Yeah. Um, is that is keeping the faith on that record? No, no. that's a little bit later. That one's just like you may be right. I mean, so this is this is this is Scott driving around. Yes. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that I was, your ties too This is me. I love this. <laughs> I still like this is awesome. to the age of jive. I was like Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress flashy till you spend a lot of money. Everybody's talking about the new sound funny, but it's still rock and roll to me. He always found a space for a saxophone solo. He did. That's the thing about Billy Joel. And you got Liberty DeVito on the drums. Nice driving drum beat. Uh, here's my favorite part. Ready? Because I live on the Miracle Mile. That was like the big one. Baby Blue Continental. Hot funk, cool punk, even if it's old junk, it's still rock and roll. To me. What's funny is it's not. It's kind of like it's rock and roll, but it's not rock and like it's not like hard rock. No, what, but you may be right. It was a good tune. You may be right is uh, is an excellent tune. It's uh, let's let's that of course was the uh, if I remember correctly was you the theme song right. to uh, Dave's crazy. World, which was, was the CBS sitcom. Yeah, that was the fucking thing. Like as a kid, I was like, fucking that's the glass, glass house being bro. You're like, oh my god, they're doing it. What's well, the album cover? Is this just the like, first track? Yeah. Yeah. You're already in the glass house. Friday night, I crashed your party. Saturday, I said I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone Sunday is hating us right now. But I don't care. Because Billy Joel's Sometimes the best. Sometimes the fantasy is okay. It wasn't my favorite. Don't ask me why. Play that. Don't ask me why. The Cassinettes in that in that song. Don't ask me why. Yes, that's what it was. That that's that the song. Oh my god! And I think you'll find if you look at my. Actually, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna sort these Billy Joel songs by plays. 87 plays and 80 plays on the two versions of Don't Ask Me Why. They're my most played Billy Joel song. <laughs> it's something about. It's it's, it's totally, something about just the. It's so like boppy. All the waiters in your grand cafe. It's totally not. This was. This oh. Was. Just heads up, we don't advertise on this show. We're not making any money. Um, we're also critically commentating on each song. 
We did it all for Lena. But like the, 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 the when the piano comes in on this song, it's but you hear like the cassette back there. It's such a weird sort of like. That's the weird part is that it wasn't like it was like I think the reason I bought it yeah. was for the guy throwing a fucking rock to a window. I was a little fucking kid that was like, fuck yeah, and then still rock and roll to me had like a more and then you and then you listen to the rest of the album and it's like it's not it's not a guy this is not a guy throwing yeah. a rock through a glass house. This is like you can say the human heart is only make believe. I am only fighting fire with fire. Now, again, we haven't heard the piano come in yet, guys. Billy Joel, the piano man himself, has yet to bring up a piano. A very guitar heavy right now. Yeah. But the whole record isn't very yeah. piano heavy. I've seen him live like five times. Really? Yeah. I don't think I ever saw him live. And I was like fucking, I was ahead of the curve. I was a fucking hey, eight year old. I think it was eight or nine years old. I had the vinyl. Don't ask for favors. Don't talk to strangers. Don't ask me why. He says axe right there. It's great. And here it's good. We're going to come in with the breakdown. The clap. I don't know. That's a weird record for an eight-year-old kid. That was my record. I don't think my dad was like, I don't know what my dad's opinion of it was. Like, was my dad listening to me listen to this going like, he's going to grow up so gay. What the fuck is he doing up there? Uh, my Another favorite of the, this comes later in Billy Joel career, but I am a big fan of the Downeaster Alexa. Oh, I know that. With the weird, like, which is about the weird Battleship Potemkin video. With, yeah, it's about, it's about the fishing industry in New England and Long Island. Yeah. And this, he named his daughter Alexa and then named the song after her. What happened to Billy Joel? Well, I'm on the down Easter, Alexa. Did the world just stop caring? He stopped making music. Oh, okay. This is his last album. What does he do now? Just plays concerts and writes classical music. Really? Yeah. How's his classical music? He writes it so complicated that he doesn't even play it. He has, like, these... Classical, classically trained pianists play it. Like he writes it, but he doesn't play it. He doesn't actually play it. But have you heard it? Yeah, I've heard it. It's pretty good. I mean, as far as the, but this was the the last Billy Joel single I think we all ever got in the world was this one, which uh, is the it, it, many are divided over the River of Dreams. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit more. Very very early nineties. Oh, I could say that's not playing in my car ever. Oh no, no, no! I remember this. It sounds like fucking the Lion King. I'm sorry, Billy, but that sounds like the. That's exactly what he because he did it to sound like he did it to sound like uh, the tokens in the jungle. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, but yeah, that's Billy Joel for you. So there's I don't I'm not recommend I don't we're know not, if I'm recommending Billy Joel. Talking about it. I'm just talking about like that was my first album. That was like a big first album for me to have. 
But the the album that I think, and the reason I brought it up is because in reading Klosterman's book, mm-hmm. you know, Shout of the Devil's like this big record for him. And like, I remember like that was the one where I was like, oh, like I'm going to, this is what I want. And I'm sure my parents will fucking hate it. Like that Billy Joe album is like, I'm sure my dad wasn't in there going like, <laughs> oh my God, what's going to happen? Is he going to kill us? Like, I'm sure he was just like, oh, this is fine. Maybe he didn't want it. Maybe he didn't like it. But like buying that Motley Crue thing was like, the first piece of music I bought that I'm sure my parents are like, what the fuck is that? I don't have any Motley Crue on, my, any crew? on my iTunes. I don't think. You with an umlaut, right? That's how you spell crew. I mean, you don't have to put the umlaut on there. <laughs> did you read in his book? Did they say why they did that? Because they were drinking Lowenbrow when they came up with it. The <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good book. I mean, especially like Yeah, I it said, is a good book. It's a feeb read. If you're in that decade. So anyways, that was it. That was a long, non-even answer to a question that no one asked, but a musical thing. No, but I liked, I, liked the, I liked the tangent we went on. And, it's a feebreed. It's a feebreed, and it's a, just a little bit more about And Scott. you and I got to share a moment of Glass Billy Houses. Joel. We talked about <laughs> Glass Houses. We've never, Scott and I have never in our entire relationship discussed Billy Joel until just now. Yeah. And I think, by the way, I think his daughter is super hot. Yeah? Alexa. I don't know. She yeah, had, you can uh, pull up a picture. But. Uh, that's her. It's Christy Brinkley and uh, and uh, Billy Joel's offspring. Oh, is she the one that's becoming a model right now, or or no? You're thinking of. Uh, you're probably thinking of um, Christy Brinkley's got like yeah. five kids or something like that. But I mean, she's stacked too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Billy was like, you know, I was into the. Podcast <laughs> right up until fucking Matt. She's uh no, I think she's beautiful. She's very talented. She's very she pretty, also yeah. plays the uh, she plays she's got her dad's uh she got her dad's nose and her mom's eyes. Right on. And uh, good on you. Yeah. I'm 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 all for it. You're smitten? Yep. If you're listening, Alexa. Matt's <laughs> Matt Matt <laughs> I'm smitten. Um right on. she's also in the new have you seen the new the uh, the new gap commercials? That are like, uh, there's a new there's a new Gap ad out there about uh, denim. You know, every couple of years, Gap the Gap tries to bring denim back. Yeah, because uh, it never because it stops. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's called Back to Blue. But this is the ad. The ad is essentially just Alexa singing a Billy Joel song for thirty seconds. revealing some Joel Billy Joel stuff and this turned into <laughs> guys I'm a big fan I saw Billy Joel and Elton John in the face to face tour that was a fucking great tour <laughs> that was a great show <laughs> don't laugh at that don't laugh at that it was Elton John and Billy Joel with face pianos face to face tour is the worst day for a tour ever they were they because they put the pianos like that I understand why they did it okay. I would have just called it Billy Joel and Elton John on tour but the face to face tour my favorite Just Billy Joel, like... my favorite, my favorite song to do uh, while uh, doing karaoke is "Scenes from an Italian Restaurant." 
Uh-huh. It's a very long song, and uh, it's very great. There's a lot to there's a lot there's a lot to talk about with music. We've never really ever delved, delved into, into that. Except for the fact that I hate that rather I like the Dave Matthews Band. And everybody else hates them. That's the only thing we ever really discussed. I'm I'm I'm, I'm relatively indifferent to the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> I don't actively hate them. I don't have any of their albums. I'll, I'll I'll say that. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. Don't worry about it. I'll admit it. I'm a big fan of Beck lately. I've been listening to Guero quite a bit. Oh, I think, I mean, I remember Kevin and I, <laughs> Kevin and I had a big thing where we were driving around. I think we were, we were dri- I mean, during the early 90s, we were driving around all the time, but yeah. a loser came out. Uh-huh. And we were driving around, and he was like, it's Lizard. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's Loser. And he's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. He goes, it's Lizard. <laughs> and I was like, how does that make any more sense? So he thought it was, I'm a lizard, baby. Because <laughs> you so want to why don't you kill me? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe it makes um, I'm a big fan. I think Odelay is like one of the... Odelay oh, is an amazing good, record. Such a good record. From front to back. That's a great record. What are you listening to now? Um, you know, I've, I really, because I read the book. What's funny is I read the book and then I was like, I'm not going to go back and listen to like crew and all this stuff. I've been listening to a lot of like, because um, I do like some, this is where it's like, I don't know where you categorize it. It's like, I was listening to Rob Zombie's first album. Yeah. Um, when he was in White Zombie. Uh, Clutch is like one of my favorite bands. Um, Transcendental Speedway. And I'm listening to those. Uh, what else? I listen to a lot of, I, you know, I haven't done it as much, but like I listen, I have like, I have probably like 500, 600 scores. Oh, right. Yeah. Partly because yeah, yeah. of work. Yeah. Like I was just always buying scores and stuff. constantly. So you have them. So yeah. when you go take jobs, you're like, I can just go, I, like if I would do a re edit, I would just sit there. Mm hmm. Watch the movie, um, and then, and even like honestly, when I'm if I'm writing, I just sit there and go through all them all and like build playlists of stuff. And then sometimes when I'm writing, I have a playlist. But if I got to go do a re-edit, I would just go home. I would watch the movie, and then I would go home and spend almost a day only yeah. pulling music before I went back to work. Um, but I don't know what else I've been listening to. Uh. By the way, the remember the day we were trying to find out what the uh, I was talking about that particular part of of the Jaws score that was so whimsical, and we couldn't figure out what the fuck it was. Oh, do you want to do you want the do you want the? Oh no no no! I didn't mean for that to come on. I was just I one of my favorite. <clears throat> I don't even I can't even tell you whether the movie's any good or not. But uh, have you ever heard the Judgment Night soundtrack? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. all that like metal and rap. Yeah. It's like helmet yeah. and house of pain and yeah. stuff like that. I've been listening to that, but I also have been like, I, I will say this too, like because I've been uh, going to Tom and the trainer, mm-hmm. and like I've just been pulling a lot of workout music, and so all of this stuff, like the Judgment Night soundtrack, <laughs> I'm listening. Why can't we have a montage while you listen? Going to be mad. Oh, the harpsichord. <laughs> Wait, it's gonna get together a little flutter here. Do 
You think this was just to add levity and make the audience calm down? I think so, yeah. Like, I mean, to this be is like, the part so everybody relaxed again, they untighten their sphincters a little bit. This is the, everybody's the 4th of July. The beaches are opening. They're trying to get everybody, everything ready. A little ominous there. But then back to the French horn. Hey, John Williams, he knew what he was doing. He's a fucking pro. Um. Yeah, but thanks for that question because that really we just kind of went off on a tangent there. Uh. So thank you, Messianic Monkey Man. Uh. uh I'm also interested if you can come up with Thanksgiving songs for at midnight. Oh, they're doing a hashtag right now. The show is doing a hashtag, and we're not even on the air. Nope. Uh, if you were to take your relationship to the next level, this is Joe Janka asks us, uh, who would be the bottom or would you take turns? This is a good question. It's <laughs> <clears throat> a good question. If we were, I mean, I think just physically Scott would have to be the bottom just because I'm, 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 I'm bigger. Well, you know? I mean, I'm just saying, Scott, you're going to have to be the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm like, <laughs> if, if we're, if we're going to do it, <clears throat> Let me put it this way. Yeah. If we're doing it. Yeah. Like, if we're doing it. <laughs> if it just go. If it's like, we're getting a room at the farmer's daughter and we're just going to do it. <laughs> That's where we're going. Nice. It's close. I like it. Yeah. Okay. We're just doing it. Yeah. Um, If we're just going to do it, then to me, I'll, there's no thought. It's it's me calling you and going like, 20 minutes. We're going to be there. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's just, it's just unbridled passion. How else do you do it? Right. I mean, it's just no one's entering. I'm not going into a room with you and being like, what okay, do you want to well, do? Do you want to kiss first? Yeah. It's just like, it's should we fucking, dock? No. It's just like, we don't know. We're just going to do whatever, whatever. It's going to be fucking. If we take our relationship to the next level, we're going to break we'll shit. Just, we'll just do what we need <laughs> to do. <laughs> and we're going to break a lot of lamps. Yeah. Uh, That's my answer. <laughs> I would not, I, I, otherwise, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because uh, then it would have happened already. Yeah, That's right? my point. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we probably would have been like, this is too much. The tension's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, at uh, I Am Zod asks, should I have ordered more than three bear claws for tomorrow's Thanksgiving breakfast? If it's is that just, a tradition? If it's just for you, no. But if it's for more than three people, yes. Right? Yeah. I'm going to say that for me, I don't really even eat breakfast on Thanksgiving because I just sort of wait for Yeah, my Thanksgiving dinner. plan tomorrow is uh, to just, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to have my normal breakfast, then I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to work out. And then at 2.30, when I have my Thanksgiving reservation for dinner. Where, what gym are you going to? I'm just going to go to the regular gym. The regular one? Yeah, the, the gym I pay for. That I'd go to when I can't go to Tom because someone I think is training with Tom tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but that's like one hour. You know what I was thinking? I, and actually, I told him this, and this is a conversation that we would normally be having off the air, but since Scott's here, I'll just talk to him anyway. I think it'd be really funny if you and I did a training session together. I'll do it. Because <laughs> I, I was talking to him, and we could do it Saturday. If you wanted to do it, we could do it Saturday. It's still, you could still do nine o'clock. I'll show up at nine. He said it would probably take a little longer because he wouldn't be able to, like, because just the focus difference, like, to go, you're doing this, you're doing this, and back and forth. And I said, well, you would be working for two hours anyway. We'll pay you the same amount. You work, you know, do an hour and a half. Uh, I would do it. 
Let's do it. We'll do it Saturday. And then next week on Phoebe, before the Beverly Hills Cop 3 uh, commentary track that we'll no break. one wants, uh, we'll do that. Uh, and again, someone Jeff's asking us, this is from Jeff, uh, saying which one of you would be the bottom if you're a couple. Again, passion decides, Jeff. It would. Uh, <clears throat> I think we would kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, which console do you guys recommend, Alex Gorman, uh, whose whose username is at underscore tesd? So, okay, yeah. So uh, I have an I have a ten year old Xbox. So I have <laughs> a probably not the first. I have a three sixty, and I want to get an Xbox One just to play Forza Racing because I'm a big fan of Top Gear, and it looks like you can use the Top Gear track on there. How should I explain to these Republicans in my house that Freebirds isn't left-wing vegan propaganda, says Steve Harris? Uh, well, you can't explain facts. Yeah. I I, I mean, <clears throat> I think, I don't know. People who feel that way, I don't really even try to explain it away. I just am like, I just kind of shake my head. It's just, listen, I, I can tell you. It's a movie. I can tell you for a fact, everybody who made that movie eats meat. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going I'm going uh, I mean, this this show will probably be, this show will be out. I'm 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 going to eat turkey tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to eat, eat the right shit out of it. We're eating meat right after this. Yeah. Please tell uh Smoger, this is from John is Frank at John is Frank. Please tell Scott Moser he is my hero. It would make me like you even more. Well, thanks, John. Uh So you Guess what? It? Scott, guess what? What? John on Twitter? Yeah. You are his hero. Awesome. That's Thanks, cool. John. That's very nice of you, John. Well, you just did that because you want him to like you better. Well, I mean, I have my motivations. You don't need to know about them. Uh, how does Scott stay so young looking? Watched Clerks recently, and he looks the same. Is it moisturizer? Well, you could say that I don't stay young looking. I just looked Always old. Always looked old. <laughs> that I never looked that young. I don't think I look that young. I mean, You I, know what's funny? I, the way you're dressed in when, when you're... Uh, Who's your? What is your character name? Willem Black. Willem Black. Yeah. When the way you're dressed when you're Willem Black with the hat and the beard and the and the longish coat. Yeah. Uh, the other night I saw two dudes dressed exactly like that. I was way ahead of my <laughs> like time. Like dressed exact with the beard and everything. I was like, do they know what they look like? It's and uh, they didn't. Um. But anyway, you're, you're ahead of your time. You're way ahead of your time. I was ahead of, and I just that was just because that's all there was. Yeah. And now I was thrown together. Now I think Scott has a regimen of moisturizing and repeating. Of why I look so young? Yeah. Um, I no. 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 I don't know what it is. He probably cuz he works out all the time. Um, I do I have as a rule eaten pretty healthy. Mm. I eat relatively healthy, healthy, healthy mm -hmm. and I work foul. <laughs> uh, I try to keep healthy, I try to work out, I guess. I don't know. That's I really have, I have decent genes. That's what you can That's yeah. Good for you on that. I have decent genes. I don't. I'm working every day to get away from it. <laughs> but honestly, if you, what you eat has a lot to do with it. Yeah. It's like how, yeah. what you eat has an effect on your skin yeah. and a lot of shit. Like I would say like my skin looks better than it did. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm not breaking out at all. Not that I really ever broke out. I've always had great skin. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to talk about it. It's really good skin. Uh, 
Uh, favorite <laughs> movies to watch over and over again. Davy Bridges asks without even without even t- without without even us telling him about our Beverly Hills Cop three thing that's going to happen pretty <laughs> well, soon. <laughs> well, that's your answer. <laughs> That's not my answer. No, uh, favorite movie. Go ahead. You can go, Scott, first. And well, you know what? I I, <clears throat> I know you. Just, I don't watch movies. Yeah, I, I don't do that much anymore. I mm-hmm. used to do it more, but I did the other day, yesterday or the day before. I sat down and I watched The Matrix because I hadn't seen it in a while, and I and I wanted to watch it end to end, not on television. Or yeah, whatever. like I wanted to watch it from beginning to end, <clears throat> and that fucking movie holds up like crazy. That's such a good movie. It really is. It's a good movie. I think. Also, I think stylistically, the the clothing choices and everything like that really help. Oh, it, it stayed the design, totally current. the design, everything. Like you don't. I mean, there's like, and the visual effects are pretty fucking good. Like they're still good. They still things. hold up. Yeah. The bullets, the the the, yeah. the trails on the bullets are a little a little bright. They're mm-hmm. not. They're not as integrated as. But the all the the sentinels and. The little thing that fucking climbs in his yeah. belly button, like that's all pretty solid. But the production design on that thing is fucking great. The style is great, yep. and <clears throat> to me, <clears throat> it really is like. I know it's not based on a comic book, yeah, but it has a feel, um, of like what made me when I would read comic books. Um, but I that movie's fucking great, and I will never watch the, the two and three. You don't need to. Because it's a self-contained story. Yeah, that's that, what's they, so good about it. It's self-contained, and it ends, and it ends in a way that was great. Because they, yes, it could have set up a sequel, but it also was a nice bookend, and they didn't know if they were going to be able to make another one. No. So I thought I, I really do think, yeah, watch The Matrix again if you haven't seen it in a while. Seriously, it. Uh, another thing that I watch uh, that I watch maybe once every other year is I I, uh, I love Fight Club. Uh, Fight Club's good too. Yeah, Fight Club's, Fight Club's great. Now I will. Now I'm going to go the other direction. I'll give you another movie that I like try to watch every other year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is not Fight. Cl- I mean, it sounds like I like to watch the same kind of movie, The Black Stallion. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Black Stallion. You got a thing for a horse? That movie is like <clears throat> it's shot by Caleb Deschanel. It's fucking amazing looking. He makes good kids too. Yeah. <laughs> He's got good loins. I mean, he shoots well in both. <laughs> in general, he shoots well. I, that movie to me is like, it is so, it's a great looking movie. It's also Nobody Talks. Yeah. And Mickey Rooney's great though. And the end of that movie, that the the final um, <clears throat> the final race scene is like awesome. And the music's really good. It's a, it's like one, it's a kid's movie that like you watch and you're like, as an adult, when I rewatched it, I was like, this is really technically well-made. Like, yeah. Super technically well-made and, like, really beautiful and really well done. And it's not like – it's a kid's movie where, like, hardly anyone talks at all for the first – like, there's the the ship crash is amazing. Yeah. And then he's on the island with the horse and he doesn't really talk. Uh, I and mean, the kid says, like, ten things. Yeah. No, it's – it's. I remember liking it as a kid. I should watch it as an adult. Um, but for me, revisiting, watching movies over and over again, it's something I'd, it's, I'd do that. But, uh, for me, Ghostbusters. It's a young man's game. I watch that a lot. <laughs> I watch that a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, and by a lot, I mean like once a year, maybe twice a year. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch it. And, uh, Jaws. Jaws, I, Jaws I watch whenever it's on TV. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I'm trying to think of what else would be, what else would qualify in that. I'll pop in. I pop in James Bond movies a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I also will rewatch. Um, you know what's been on TV? Terminator Two, quite a bit. I like Terminator One better. You like Terminator One better than Terminator Two? Well, story wise, sure. I can Terminator One is totally. a better movie. It's a better. It's a better script. It's just a better like. It's a better, tighter script. Yeah. And I mean, I get you know the effects don't really sort of. Yeah. But I I like Terminator One better. Well, I mean, you, you know can, what I really have. You gotten, can be wrong, Scott. It's okay. Um, no, I can't. What, what's been on TV a lot that I really have. If it comes on, I I really get sucked into it. Is Godfather One and Two. Oh sure, those have been on a lot. Yeah, they're yeah, on yeah. a lot, and the transfers are really beautiful. They are like, good transfers. And if you it comes on, I'm like, you know, I'll kind of just turn it on in the background, and then I'll inevitably sit down. Those movies are really fucking watchable. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got another question here. Uh, uh, one is this is from uh, Leah Fischel, Fasial, I'll say. I don't know. Uh, want to say hi from Melbourne, Australia. And if you ever want to come to a live pod out here. Her name kind of looks like Leah Facial. Sorry, Leah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it from five feet away. <laughs> uh, it's at uh, Leah XOX on, uh, on Twitter. She says she manages a pub out here that we could use with free beers if we go out there and do uh, a, fee- a live feeb. So, I mean, I'm into it. I'm not going to lie. Where is she? Bad. Uh, she's in Australia, <laughs> Melbourne, Australia. Wow. <laughs> oh, she's in Melbourne. I haven't yeah. been to Melbourne. I want to go to Melbourne. Me either. Let's both go. Okay. Uh, who would Scott pick as a new Bond? Huh? Huh? Uh, and who would Matt cast as a love interest for Clerks 3? Um, well, if I had the ability to do that, I don't know that I do. I also have I don't have the ability to fucking cast know. I don't new Bond either. So, but so you could <laughs> you can recast Bond, but I don't know if is there going to be a love interest in the new clerks. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how that works. I'm guessing Rosario Dawson might have said no. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, uh but if I could cast anybody, it'd be Alexa Ray Joel. She there you go. love interest. <laughs> um New Bond. Uh I would go with uh is it Idris? Idris Elba, yeah. Yeah, it's a popular that. choice yeah. right now. I think I'm be, into it. That's I think it would be really good. Uh, if I didn't go him, I would find somebody like I would cast opposite a bit and find somebody who's like smaller. I mean, the the thing about him is like that to me is that classic thing where like it just looks like he could beat the shit out of everybody. Like there's no moment where I'd be like, oh my god, yeah. If so, he squares off yeah. against a couple of people, I'm like, oh, he can take him down. So somebody like, um, other than that, I don't have anyone off the top of my head. I haven't really thought about it. Uh, cool. Uh, Geek Bobby at Geek Bobby asks, will you ever MST3K any of the Bond movies with Mosier and Gourley? And if so, which of you is Servo, Crow, and or Joel or Mike? That's a good question. Who's the Joel crowd versus the Mike crowd? I think they both had their moments. Joel was great. Joel was great, but I came up I came up in the Mike era. But, you know, I don't know. What? Talking about Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh. Joel Hodgson and then uh, Mike Nelson. Uh so I'm going to say if Gorley and if Gorley Okay, here's how it goes. I would have to be Joel slash Mike because I'm not as crazy as the other two. You're Tom Servo. You're definitely the more drunk of the bunch. And uh, and uh, Gorley is Crow. There you go. We'll have Jonah be Gypsy. Uh, 
Jordan Patrick uh, says, uh, in response to Q asking us if he can be on the show, he says, I'm so fat, can I second and third this? <laughs> Jordan, you can indeed second well and done. third it. Uh, at Matt Myra, I'm going to guess he's asking me who I am, right? Yes. Or maybe asking all of us who we are? I don't know. Do you follow me? Because then I can find out. Utica, New York. You Nope, don't follow me. Matt, you'll never hear the answer to this, so go fuck yourself. Uh, uh, Scott says, I want to hear... Uh, this is uh, rather from Andy. Andy underscore slot. I want to hear some hashtag Canadian tales. Hashtag Canadian story. tales, like things I didn't care Yeah, about. do you have any Canadian tales for us? <sighs> Canadian tales, things that would be worth like things. That what was your favorite thing on the CBC? What was my favorite? I mean, I've talked about Canadian television a little bit. It's like Canadian. I mean, it's funny. It's like a lot of it's like the beachcombers and things I can remember. I don't remember there being a, a CBC show, a CBC show, or a show that I like as a kid. I was like, holy fuck, I love that show. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't wait to see that show again. It didn't really like. I moved in 989, so I left Canada in 89. So it was anything prior to that. And most of it was like the Beachcombers, Kings of Kensington, um, uh, the Friendly Giant. Like, I've talked about that stuff. I'm trying to – like, I was not a Degrassi fan. Like, I know Kevin loves Degrassi. I was not – I mean, for me, the Canadian television show that – well, number one, it was like, there's a lot of influence from British television because we just got all that stuff like Benny. Not to say that Benny Hill and Monty Python all that shit wasn't playing down here, but all that stuff. But SCTV was probably like the biggest thing, which was on at 3 o'clock. It was on when I got home. So I would get home from school and SCTV was on. Nice. So there you go. That's not really a Canadian Well, tale. listen, it worked for me. Uh, at Brandon Bear asks, what is the best meal you make to contribute to a family slash friends holiday gathering slash favorite to eat? Uh, I make probably the best mashed potatoes you've ever had in your life. Well, you got to, you got to, you got to. I got to throw down with uh, Alex. You got to throw down with my wife. <laughs> I'm into it. I'll throw down with her. We gotta do a throwdown. She's very, play. very because she's super particular. Oh yeah. Oh, she'll take a mouthful of potatoes and be like, "Yeah, because <laughs> it's really easy to if you over if you over stir them or whip yeah, them. Sure, they get super yep. bad, soupy, and no good, S- starchy. Yep. All the starch starts coming out. It's a lot of cream. It's a lot of butter. Yep. Um, you have to put it through like a um, usually like. I don't remember exactly how she does it, but, you know, she'll boil the potatoes and then she'll take, like, a a fine, like, a... Miller. Oh, she's she's getting a Miller this year because she was just tired of doing it. Because normally you'd put it in, like, a, she would take, like, a almost like a strainer. Yeah. And, like, you dump them in there and you take a fork yeah. and you force sure. them through the strainer. Oh, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. That's, Good I've Lord, that's that. a pain in the yeah. ass. You force it through the strainer and then you put it in and then you you very... It's almost like a figure eight. Yeah. You very lightly, um, it's like a figure eight motion. You very lightly fold <laughs> in the butter we need to have and a, the cream. We need to have a cook-off with Alex and I and you and I on the burrito situation. And uh, we'll have to have someone who's never had either of our potatoes be the judge. Yeah. Hmm. We'll figure it out. She's making mashed potatoes tomorrow. 
So oh, technically, boy. you could. I don't know when she'll be done. She's making mashed potatoes and yam souffle tomorrow. Uh, would you please attempt? Uh, this is from Vera, Vera Thornton, uh, who's a V E. Uh, V-E-L-L-I-S-O-N-N-E on Twitter, at V-E-L-L-I-S-O-N-N-E on Twitter. Uh, would you please attempt to make a turducken while doing Phoebe, or at least discuss how you'd go about it? I've never made one. I've had a turducken. Yeah, that's a good uh, My friend Jen made it for us. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a good. chicken shoved in a duck shoved in a turkey. All right. It's a chicken shoved in a duck. Yes, yes. That's exactly In that it order. Yep. It was good. And I would just do it by just shoving. Was it roasted? Yes. I haven't done it. Well, we should try it together on Feeb. What current comics, if any, are you reading? Hashtag Feeb reads. Scott? I have, I have, I have issues of, um... Of uh, uh, fucking Vertigo series. I have a few trades that I have to catch up on. The the casino. Blah, blah, what's it called? Let me find it. Do you have? Well, I'm reading. I'm reading most of. I'm reading most Batman titles that are currently happening on DC. I'm reading Action Comics still. I'm reading Superman. I'm reading Scalped. I'm not reading Scalped, but I'll add it to my list. Uh, I read Daredevil. I read uh, Deadpool. I read uh, Ultimates. Um, yeah. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. The original Spock, the Terminator, Vladimir Putin. Hmm? Would you fuck, Mary kill. You have to marry one of them. I'm going to marry Spock. I'm going to oh. kill the Terminator because it's a machine. And uh, I guess I'm going to fuck Vladimir Putin. Um. Well, I'm not gonna kill Spock. Mm-hmm. Fuck, marry or kill. I'm not gonna fuck the Terminator. I mean, I guess I'd. Wait, I'll... wait. If it's if it's the Lady Terminator from Terminator Three, then I'll fuck the Terminator. I'll fuck Spock, marry the Terminator, and kill, kill Putin. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I guess we can't do a show in all. I mean, I guess I could. Kill. I don't want to marry Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Favorite, uh, this is from DVD, OXO, D underscore D underscore V. Wow, this is DVD XLY with a lot of underscores. Uh, I see him a lot on the tweets. Uh, favorite black and white movie? Oh, I have an answer for this. It's Day at the Races. Oh, um, that's my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite black and white movie. That's my, I, also my favorite Marx Brothers it's movie. It's not obviously. a, um, uh, Dr. Strangelove. Okay. I love that movie. It's not a, you know, I mean, it's, I guess I'll count it. I mean, they had color technology, but then, obviously. Well, I don't think that's what he was asking. 64, I mean. I don't think that's what he was asking, Matthew. Uh, Matthew, I don't think that's what he was asking. I do. I I probably could have came up with a more interesting answer, but I I, I do love that movie. I I love A Day at the Races so much. Uh, I love A Day at the Races, too. Yeah, uh, that that one has the the scene of blackface, uh, which is not why I love it. I just love it because uh, it's uh, got a couple of really good songs in it. I think it's the funniest one. It's Doctor Hackenbush. It's the sequel, obviously, to uh, Night at the Opera. Uh, this I, um... is the this is the. This is... 
It's Harpo, obviously, on a flute. And they're in the little they're in the little black town, little black part of town. Fucking Lindy hopping right there. I haven't seen this one in a long time. I used to have them all on VHS. I got them on DVD. They're not on Blu-ray yet. Got But then it gets Maybe like it gets real swinging. But it's like Count Basie's band. Yeah, the whole house is shaking. That piano player is great. If you if you guys have never visited the Marx Brothers movies. Alright, those I movies are great. I suggest you watch them. So. I, I love those guys. To me, I mean, I I like I thought this, I enjoyed the Stooges, but I'm a Marx Brothers fan. Oh, uh, Marx Brothers is much, much, much uh, more cerebral in that it's vocal jokes instead of uh, getting hit in the head with things. Uh, but yeah, that's my favorite black and white movie, and I'm sorry I just bored you all with uh, some swing music. <laughs> anyway... Uh, for Matt, what did you think of the Sunday night comeback and how handsome is Tom Brady? Well, Bob Kinney, uh, my wife, my wife will, my wife kind of only roots for New England because Tom Brady's so handsome. Yeah. She could give a fuck about football. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. I thought it was Brady being Brady and Peyton being Peyton, you know? He doesn't like the cold. Doesn't like the cold weather. Doesn't like, uh, doesn't like, uh, the, the big games, the late times. I mean, I'll say this. Either one of them could have won, though. Uh, (laughs) In OT. And that's true. That's very true. Uh, Could you fathom that? uh, Could you fathom what a James Bond and or Star Trek Thanksgiving would be like? Oh, Star Trek Thanksgiving would be pretty easy. You could go up to the replicator and get anything you want. And I feel like a James Bond Thanksgiving would be fancy as fuck. And it would have a butler. Do they celebrate Thanksgiving? No, they don't. Not over there. But I'm just telling you how it would go if he were to do it over here. If he was here oh, uh, over like the course of time, he would do it? It would be, it would be fucking great. Uh, this one, let's see here. Uh, is Scott ry- wiring anything at the moment? Am I wiring anything at the moment? I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm wiring... Money to Matt. Oh, thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Uh, do you work to? Do you work out to music? And if so, what? We kind of already we kind of already touched on that a little bit. Well, I don't. Um, would you like to, Scott? Would you like to sample Matt Myers' workout playlist, which is sitting right here? <laughs> yeah, let's compare them. <laughs> I can play mine. 
Uh, let's go with the. I'm gonna go to playlists. You're gonna find my playlist, my workout playlist, very interesting. In the so I don't do it when I'm working out with Tom. I only do it. I get there 15 minutes early and just like. Here's the first. The first song. This song I run to all the time. This is a. This is an artist by the name of Amos Lee. And I run to the song. I like to run to songs that have a defined sort of uh, beat. Let me kill the. Kill the. Uh, <laughs> he likes to run play. to Day at the Races. I would run to the Day at the Races. Well, look at that dude move. Fuck, he's great. But this is I write. To, I run to this song because I like a good. He got a new, a new good backbeat. That's what you run to. This song's about four and a half miles an hour. He got two years off. This song's great. Are you kidding me? This is Amos Lee. Back in the neighborhood, I mean, I'm saying it's not a great song. Two old ladies and a junkie not now. See for sure that his work is cut out Though he walks through the shadows He won't fear his neighbor Back in the neighborhood of Working for the Savior It's called Street Corner Preacher Obviously, of course, you would want to run I got the Beastie Boys That's more like it Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if I, put it, I put it on shuffle usually oh. Big Papa oh. This is I couldn't I, like I would skip this because I would. My baby bad, my I would baby this to me would be an after. This would be when I'm stretching. I hear what you're saying. Bevel's five, one angry dwarf and two hundred solemn faces. Wow, I'm gonna sound like I. I like that. I like it a little. It's a little. Of course. <laughs> of course. This is the London Symphony Orchestra version of uh, of the Bond, James Bond theme. Well, it's one for the money, for the show. Oh, wow. to get ready now, go, can't go, but don't you step on my... Uh, Billy Joel. Oh, my God. Go to extreme. You should not be working out to this. <laughs> Give me the cable. <laughs> I mean, this uh, that's to really me... really funny to me. Especially if you're going to do weights. I got to make sure I'm not too loud. It's a good movie. It could get loud. Oh, wait. You got the case on. That's probably why it's not working. Stupid case. I'm going to sound like a fucking... Hold on. Whoa, that volume was really loud. That was really bad. This is, this is you're doing weights to this situation here? No, it's just me getting ready to do weights. Every day I wake up, we drink a lot of coffee and watch the CNN. Every day I wake up, do a more call the honey and let the locusts fly in. Lobster bags attack the town again. Alright, alright, I like it. trying to get. Judgment Night. This is the one I pulled out. Victimize! But go in bed! Stumble out! And run dead! You may never pay! Some more clutch. 
which I enjoy. Keep the tired man from slacking. That's my move. That's your move. That's my move. That's what I work out to. You don't ever. Do you don't ever do any like uh, like I got some stuff songs that are. I like running. It's Billy Joel again. He's back. Uh, I forgot that was still playing. I don't do that. I will never do that. But I, you know, I have the white stripes are good. White stripes are good. Not that version. I, I'll, do, I'll do stair. I'll do stairs if I'm doing this. White stripes are good. I can handle that. Here's a, here's a great one on my workout list. Whoa. <laughs> well, we'll see you on Saturday. I don't know how. Who, who gets, who's, who's, who's ready to, like, really get going? It's, it's, are you kidding me? It's great. See, I have, two, I, have two different, I have two different ones, right? So if I'm on the... If I'm just doing cardio, like, yep. on the... Like, I do... I can't run because my knees, really. I don't really... Yep. But I'll do the Stairmaster thing. Um, if I do that for like 40 minutes, like I still listen, I'll listen to more stuff like this, more varied. But if I'm doing weights and stuff, I go see Tom. Like I, I like crank that stuff all the way until I get there, until he walks in. I, uh, I want to get fucking ready to fuck Matt. Have you ever, if you and I ever fucked, that's what I'd be waiting at the farmer's daughter, cranking that music. So when you walked in, I'd fucking knock you over. I would knock you over and like. It would be, I would knock you over. Uh, this is, I've been listening to this a lot lately. This is the album John Schofield put out where he does all the, uh, it's the Ray Charles tribute album. But he's got all sorts of different people doing the singing. John, John Schofield, if you've never heard of him, great guitarist. There he is back there. Are you a fan of, um, I saw him at, uh, I saw the guy, um, Bill Frizzell? Yeah. I saw Bill Frizzell at the, um, at the, over on fucking Venice by the, um, that furniture store and shit. Like this bakery, behind this bakery or something. I saw Bill Frizzell there. He's awesome. The, uh, I saw Schofield up in Cambridge, Massachusetts, where he was, he taught at Berkeley. He might still teach at Berkeley. I don't know. But uh, I saw him one night in Cambridge at nice. this little jazz bar, and it was oh, he was so good. Uh, <laughs> nice picture of Scott right there. Uh, that's when I had short hair. Does a Scott Mosier remember, still have this photo that I took of him pre-Dogma? And would you guys read my book? Scott, I'll read a book. I, uh, Laundry is Eternal, is that the name of your book? <clears throat> a little plug for you, buddy. Uh, author of the book Life is Short, Laundry is Eternal, Confessions of a Stay-at-Home Dad. 
uh, by Scott Benner. B E N N E R. There you go. Take a look. I uh, I don't yeah. necessarily completely remember when that I was at a screening or something. Uh, Courtney asks, a fellow Top Gear uh, fan, curious to what supercar you would have if money wasn't an option. I would have something comfortable, uh, and it would probably be a uh, Aston Martin DBS or the new Aston Martin uh, Vanquish. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's a movie band or book you once loved and now hate movie band or book that you used to love but now you hate that's an interesting question a movie a movie or band or a book that I used to love but now I hate movie or a band hmm I can think of a lot of things I used to hate but love you know, that's tough. I mean, maybe I can think of something when I was like, I don't know. It's hard because when you love it, you love something when you're a kid. Yeah. You tend to have a soft spot. Even if you're like, oh, I can see why that's terrible. Right. Um, I can see why that is not something that people would regard as good nowadays. You still have that affinity for it. I can't think of anything that I loved as a kid. Hmm. So the answer is neither of us can answer that question. Bring back the ice cream social. <laughs> We'd love to. Uh, let's see. Let's see. If God is everywhere, is he in the toilet? If so, is going to the bathroom a sin? Yes. Yes. No. Uh, there is no God. Well, there you go. Wrap so that up I wouldn't nicely. worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're right. Stop worrying about it. God. <laughs> I said God. I said stop worrying about it. If there's a God. Don't worry about it. Um, Relax. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. What a fucking, what a feeb-tastic time we've had today. We have had an amazing time. Next time. We'll... Next time you might hear us be talking about the beauty of uh, Beverly Hills Cop. And to get us pumped up and for you to give us a decision, we are going to now listen to the trailer for Beverly Hills Cop 3 because I have my computer plugged in <sighs> and Scott made that noise. All right. Here we go. The official trailer. Beverly Hills Cop 3. It's going to play an ad. So we have a skip. So Chevy's Black in Friday three, sale. Skipping. Scott will tell me now if he wants to back out, which he's welcome to. I want to back out. Even this is bad. Hello, my name's Axel Foley. I'm looking for. Hello. Welcome to the Beverly Hills Police Department. To continue this message in English, press one pound. If you have homeless people on your lawn, press two star. So what brings you to California, Axel? Vacation? I'm looking for a killer. It doesn't even seem like the same movies. We got some evidence that points to one the world. Thank you. Thank you. You mean Rufus Rabbit has gone berserker? You got yourself in the middle of a federal investigation. That guy killed a police officer. He killed a friend of mine. You just keep him out of my face and out of my park. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a tremendous surprise for Mr. DeWall to have me standing right next to him right now. You know, right now I can feel his body tingling. Bring that man down. 
code red on the spider. Now hold on tight. Axel. Hey, hey, hey. Officers, I want this man arrested. I'm sure you can explain everything, or maybe you can't explain anything. You're going back to Detroit. You've got to turn yourself in, man. Why is it so hot for you on the seat? There's something bad going on at that park. Kill him. Oh my god! <laughs> We're literally just watching and not commenting at all. Beverly Hills Cop. And your hair. And then finally you have black hash poopies, which are totally retro, which I love. You you put a really good package together. Oh boy, <laughs> that's a rough one. It looks. It doesn't even. It doesn't even like. No, it looks nothing like the other two. No, but Judge Reinhold's in it. That's not a reason to do anything. <laughs> I disagree. And no offense to Judge Reinhold. I think Judge Reinhold is. Uh, I mean, he's you know I'm all good. Great, and I love him, and I want to I want to someday hang out with him. And I hope we get to do that someday. I don't know if that's really a thing that's going to happen. All right, uh, Scott. I don't know if ending the show on on that was worth else. it. Let's, well, let's keep going. Yeah. I mean, let's see if no, another, it's fine. Oh, I mean, that's no, fine. We'll let we'll let that be. We'll let that. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if this is gonna help you get fifty votes for us. No, to it do probably it. won't. <laughs> it was probably and the I just you know, I just wanted to be fair in the whole thing and let people know that that's the trailer. Yeah. Well uh, you could go before uh, you say yes or no, go watch that trailer. Listen. Thanks for feeding with us, everybody. Yes. And enjoy Thanksgiving. Yeah, have a happy well it'll already yeah, actually, happen. you've already enjoyed it. We hope you've enjoyed Thanksgiving and, and, and uh, you know, this is just, your post Thanksgiving. Hayes, you can listen to this. Just uh, make it rain, everybody. Make it rain. Let's go eat. I'm fucking hungry now, you know. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Hey, Kev, it's time to record a new Smodcast. Fuck off. I'm listening to one of the other great shows on the Smodcast Podcast Network. Scott? There's so many to choose from. You damn skip it. There's so many to choose from. I'm on five every week myself, man. Uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday. Smodcast with you on Tuesday. Jane, Silent Bob, Get Old on Wednesday with Jay Muse. Fat Man on Batman every Thursday. And then I wrap up the week with Edumacation with Andy McElfrish. There's so many to choose from. Hell yeah, son. And those aren't the only podcasts. Those are just the ones I'm involved with. What about the podcasts of Smodco that don't feature me, man? Like Tell Em Steve Dave. Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. I Sell Comics with Ming and Mike. There's so many to choose from. Hey, man, there's also Film School Fridays or NetHeads or Get Up On This, Team Jack. 
There's so many to choose from. The Breaks, man. Waking from the American Dream. Bagged and Boarded. Phoebe. Soundbite Nation. These are all the shows you could be listening to over at Smodcast.com, Scott. There's so many to choose from. And if audio's not enough for you, man, if you're just like, no, I want the thick dick of video as well, man, we can go to our YouTube channel, which is CSmod. Or you can watch Comic Book Men, our show on AMC, following The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead every Sunday night there's so many to choose from that's right scott there are so many to choose from so get choosing kids go to smodcast.com start getting picky man stick these sweet sweet oral sounds into your ear pussy there's so many to choose from you said that already there's so many to choose from